the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Tonight we have heard the story of Jesus' final moments before his murder at the hands of the Romans. We heard the gruesome details of his death. And even though we have heard the story on dozens of occasions, it moves us each time. And thanks be to God for it. In these days of war and disease and intentional exclusion, when we sometimes need to set emotions aside just to keep going, we are glad to be reminded that our hearts are still soft enough to be touched. The sheer scale of the gospel that we heard tonight is so grand that it's a little overwhelming. Nevertheless, I ask you to keep in mind what we just heard about Jesus and what we just heard from Jesus as we consider the more succinct words from the letter to the Hebrews. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to the one who was able to save him from death. So friends, our Lord is no stranger to suffering, pain, and death. Our God, while completely different from us as our creator, an uncreated and completely holy being, is not unacquainted with the highs and the lows of the human condition. This is in part, of course, because Jesus took on human flesh through his mother, the ever-blessed Virgin Mary, and lived and died as one of us. And so in the midst of the difficulties of this life, we should not despair, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who in every respect has been tested as we are, yet without sin. What is our response to this miraculous news that our God knows us so intimately? How does this mystery shape our attitudes and actions? Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. If we believe the accounts of Jesus' death and suffering, there is no reason why we should be afraid to bring our cares and burdens to God, no matter how big or small they seem to us. Jesus willingly endured the cross so that we might be able to boldly offer our worship, our thanksgiving, and our needs to God. And so the cross is rightly the focus of our liturgy tonight. It is through the cross that we have been redeemed by God. Jesus offered his body and blood through the cross. We will share in his body and blood together shortly. 
but it is important to recognize that first, we will venerate the cross. We will have an opportunity to allow ourselves to be confronted by the horror, the violence, and the mystery of the cross. Then we will be united with Jesus, with all the saints in heaven and on earth, and with one another in Holy Communion. It is crucial that we embrace the harsh truth of the cross because we are called by Jesus to take up our crosses and to follow him. And we need to know what we might be in for. It is likely that we will learn obedience through our suffering, just as Jesus did. Following Jesus in the way of the cross is the Christian life of faith. It is arduous and often frightening because of the uncertainty and the inherent risks, but we are never alone. Jesus has gone before us. The Holy Spirit goes with us and guides us. As we continue the journey through these most holy days, let us hold fast to our confession and embrace the cross of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.